get ready to tap into the minds of the founding fathers of SEO. Rocket, rocket to the next generation of search engine optimization 3.0 with traffic that will put your website into a head-on collision. Decades of combined SEO expertise give their take on the world of SEO. Now, here are the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, the SEO, SEO rock stars. Okay, folks, this is SEO rock stars, and as you can tell, this isn't Chris Boggs, it's Frank Watson, also known as Aussie Webmaster, and I am very glad to say that I have David Harry filling in for Chris, who's from verbdevelopments.com, and also one of my favorite places to hang out, the SEO Training Dojo. How are we doing, Dave? Oh, beautiful, my friend. It's been super hot, so it's cooled down the last few days, lots of rain, but otherwise, beautiful, man. Oh, and uh, yeah, it's like... There's been a lot of stuff going on uh, before we get into what's going, you know, the articles that we can have a look at this week. The interesting thing that I've learned that I wasn't aware of previously is doing any sort of optimization around the Olympics. They have such a massive reach globally that they can restrict you from doing pretty much anything. You know, they own, you know, Team USA, for example. Uh, you know, you use that term, and the next thing you know, you've got a cease and desist letter in your uh, email. It's, <laughs> I mean, kid you not, it is seriously amazing. But well, even uh, finding clients, even finding your clients. Like I remember, even during the World Cup, European clients kind of disappear for two weeks. And, uh, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, that's definitely the case. So let's look at a few articles. There's a bunch of stuff initially. I want to go into things that Google are doing. Uh, that uh, I pulled largely from search engine land. The the first one's about, uh, and I I tell you, it took me a while to really understand this. But Google, uh, you know, Barry Schwartz sort of did an explanation of how to measure uh, impressions, positions, and clicks over. I, I don't even think Barry did an explanation. He just said. There's a bunch of differences. Go read it. <laughs> you know, cause, yeah, cause, true. Yeah, yeah. It was about that long. And then, then I spent like two hours going through the actual Google Help document. Like, same as you. I read it like four times going, okay, try this. And, and then I pulled up, I pulled up client analytics and I was looking at it side by side. And yeah. It took a little while for me to click the right things to actually give me the results that they were talking about. You know, because you get up there and you got the page and the query and then you look down to see, you know, impressions and, and clicks and things like that. And you're going, wait a second. And then it dawned on me, oh, okay, when you do one, it's the search word. And and that could be multiply uh, counted because you may have two or three different pages on a search result and they're all getting impressions. And right. Then or, all- or it could be different regions or different, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just mobile, like things move. Like they even talked in there a bit about mobile and the difference, how one counts for this and one doesn't. So, yeah, you know, it's still showing you for, you know, average and kind of like it said. Like, you know, what group listings, like, you know, domain crowdings. Maybe you've got listing three and four. Well, that counts as three. Maybe on the other one in another region, you're at four and five. Well, that counts as four, right? So yes. they're not averaging out both of them. You know what I mean? They, the first one on the page is what's going to count for them. Yeah, so if you've got a couple hours to spare, go and have a look. It's uh, the Google Help document defines impressions, positions, and clicks over at Search Engine Land, and Barry will give you the link to the uh, Google 
blog post that starts to explain it all. And, and it, seriously, you're going to need at least a couple of hours to, to start to understand it. And then thank you for that, Google, for complicating yeah. the point of, you know, whatever. It, it, it's a bit of a run through, but there were some quick ones there in the year, you know what I mean? I think before we always kind of knew that if somebody doesn't get to page two, then that's not going to count, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, but then you go. I, I, the other yeah, weird one was, they, dude, if, if somebody clicks on, like, a knowledge card, interestingly enough, regardless of the fact that it's sitting up there in the top spot on the right, regardless of the fact that it's very prominent with imagery and everything else, it's oddly enough counted as number six. Yeah. So it's <laughs> no, so the, the blue links are, the blue links are down and then bounce back up. And yeah, it's it's insane. And, and you know, just to get an idea. And I think what you've got to do when your search results or, or your clients are starting to question what's going on, send them that document that should keep them busy for a couple of hours and mess with their head enough that they're not going to be crying too much about things that aren't going exactly the way they planned. Well, yeah, and, and I think another thing I learned, again, I was looking at side-by-side -side with client data, right? And I think it also teaches you that when you're looking at, like, click-through rates or things like that nature, you almost got to start looking at your SERPs again more. It's the old SERP out approach, meaning certain queries. You want to go look at that and see what's going on, you know? Like, it could be a brand search. So do you have a knowledge card in that brand search or don't you? I mean, what could be affecting those? Because we used, you know, I used to look at very simplistically, which they tell you not to do in there. They, 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 you know, okay, I'll just divide by two and this and that. But it doesn't quite work that way now. Because if you're looking at brand searches and click-through rates and you think about modifying maybe the meta, you know, description for better click-through, yeah, so now you got to go with this information. You have to go back now and look at the query space, see which one it actually is and see what, okay, is there a reason logically why this is happening or is this just a bad call to action? You know, so yeah. now you have to start doing some critical thinking. I know that the data pushers are going to hate it because they like to push their buttons on their tools. But you know, but then you're going to lose. You, you're going to lose information. You know, I mean, this whole you know segueing into what they're doing now with the keyword planner. I mean, it, based on the amount of spend, it, it depends on how much information they're going to give you. Type thing. It's like really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on, Google. You you really there, there's an argument from the European side of them being, you know, very, you know, non-transparent. And then now they're weighing in with things like this. And, oh, we'll give it, but you've got to, you know, jump through certain hoops or spend certain amounts. We, we are get it, guys lost our keywords long ago. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. You know? Exactly. <laughs> but it, it's, yeah, it's not something unforeseen. It's Google. They slowly but surely, you know, the, the whole don't be evil days have gone long ago. So, you know, yeah, I, you know, I, I am I thrilled? No. But I also... I was thinking about it too when you know I was reading it earlier before the show, and I also I think that you know PPC guys are the ones who should be looking at that data because it's far more finite an approach. Too many I think SEOs use that tool, even if it's a starter set or something. That that I I'm not a huge fan of just random keyword lists when I start doing targeting. You know what I mean? I'm talking to the sales team, the customer service team, the, the or if it's a smaller business, the customers had that website for 15, 10 years. You know, what, what information have they learned? What terms? What products are, are my high sellers? Which products have my highest margins? Which topics are hot right now in the, in the industry? Things like that. You know, that's where I'm finding keywords a lot of times. I'm not as much, plug again, plugging it into a tool. So I, I think a lot of SEOs might have got a little addicted to that, and I'm sure spammers always loved it. So. Oh, no, it, and that's exactly how it plays. You know, it, it, I agree. And even, you know, even as a person that does quite a bit of paid search, I, I don't like the keyword planner tool. I don't like their volume and everything like that. Uh, I'll do my, a large amount of my keyword research uh, from, 
you know, I'll do a large amount of keyword research with other tools. And then from there, you know, get it going inside of Google and then you can determine. And again, it's about, you know, the copy that you write and the click-through rate and all those influencing factors and, you know, the conversion of, of the landing page. There's so much more to it. Well, even, even query classification, because what does volume tell you? It could be, you know, for all you know, volume is telling you a bunch of ambiguous, that you're looking at an ambiguous term that a lot of people are going for that Google's, you know, returning a lot of, you know, when yeah. people are searching something ambiguous that they're going to redefine, refine that query later on into something transactional. Like every clients want to go for those sort of generalized terms that are quasi-transactional, quasi-informational, and you're sitting there going, you know, it's going to spend so much money to get to, you know, both a fold with this. Go at it laterally because people generally, you know, like someone puts in butterfly. Like, do you really? Who cares? Do you want to be there? Because that's so generalized that, you know, where to buy a butterfly or where to, you know, collect butterflies or something like, you know, let's go there. You know, uh, again, so volume I, isn't always the answer to me either when it comes to SEO. You know, I know it is in PPC because you have a better, you know, you have more defined way of targeting stuff, right? So. Yeah, and then it doesn't factor in negative keywords and things like that against, like you were saying, you know, uh, the best example of that from my experience is the term foreign exchange. You know, when you're doing, you know, foreign exchange, you know, a broad match will have foreign exchange student in there as opposed to foreign exchange currency, foreign exchange rate, you know, all of the terms that are geared towards the actual financial services space. There's just way too many other ones and that's the thing with, with the keyword list. You know, if you're not factoring in any sort of negative, the count's just ridiculous and it doesn't mean anything. So, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it is just a nasty, another sign from Google that, you know, we've seen so many else that makes you, your hair stand up in your neck. You know, and then I guess on my other side, I look at it like, you know, well, this, you know, spammers got to do something new now and, and, and maybe SEOs won't be so light, lazy when they're looking for stuff, you know. I've seen yeah. those reports from, you know, like people I've taken on and they're like, I'm like, do you have any keyword targets? Da, da, da. And they'll send me these spreadsheets. It looks like their last issue just pulled verbatim out of there. Right. And it's like, oh. yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a strategy. No, this is a list, bro. Give me your, you know, 20 most visited pages and I'll determine what keywords, you know. I've, I've well, that's it, yeah. It give me your 20 most popular products. Give me the 20 with the highest margins, you know, give me stuff to work with. Yeah. Yeah. Talking of merchants, you know, the, the next two, uh, it seems like Google's, you know, now trying to squeeze the fact that, you know, an app is not quite a public search engine and uh, are pushing their own content in their, you know, search app uh, on mobile for, uh, especially around restaurants and, and local searches so that now we've got TripAdvisor and Yelp screaming again and no doubt. <laughs> it's interesting it's about the U.S. because if this sort of thing, you know, I think they most probably don't offer this service in Europe because if they did, they'd be on the list again. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, part though, there's part of me, though, that, you know, goes like, okay, it's their tool. You know, some they built it. They're downloading it, you know, because there are a lot of other tools that are out there that just provide information about a particular company, you know, like a, a Macy's app or whatever, you know, a seamless app that just has all the, their clients listed and not. And we also know Google in the sense that if it's not working, if, you know, if they don't feel it's working, they, you know, much like 
Google Hangouts <laughs> oh, no in six uh -huh. months. You know, we we've seen stuff that people screamed about before, and then it slowly drifted down the surface and disappeared. And you know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, know, it's I, I, I know they're protecting their business, but you know, hey, it's Google. Hey. We've seen them entrench into financial, into travel, into everywhere. Like everyone's been taking hits, <laughs> so. Yeah, they just rattle the cages every now and again, and then a lot of the times they roll it back. I remember they, I don't think that they've done, gone any further with the stuff they were doing in uh, San Francisco around the car industry. Uh, they were doing that for a little while, but I haven't seen any mention or any results of that. And, uh, you know, but they, they test the waters. I think they scare people in certain industries and, and you know, the, everyone gets one worried and wondering what's going on and, seems that they you know sign up and spend a little bit more on paid search <laughs> well yeah and sometimes these things do stick around and we adapt you know what are you gonna do fold up like uh, you know oh, exactly. as marketers, it's still the biggest they, game in town yeah like what you know we still don't have you know we a lot of people have built their fortunes off of google results so you know oh. and if yes. you're not thinking ahead and seeing that you know they're slowly you know leaning back towards themselves and it is what it like I, I i'm guessing they're gonna just keep talking to lawyers and walking the fine line so that they don't get busted in europe or wherever you know like uh, how much can we get away with <laughs> you know exactly and uh, and it's it, it's just it gets a little frustrating that you know they're not that they just sort of play that game and and you know one minute they've got talking heads like you know john and and gary that are giving us sort of information that you know a few months later oh well it was correct then but it's not correct now <laughs> that type of stuff that you know it appears in a search result that someone wrote an article on a year ago and then you've got people complaining that we're not doing the right thing and yet we're keeping up on it and it's hard for us to to show anyone anything because you know it's just it's a big catch-22 at times well, sadly, catch sadly, Unless you've got a, you know, something at stake, uh, you know, better. most people don't care. You know, most yeah. lay people I try to talk to about behavioral targeting, all these things over the years that creep me out. <laughs> They're just like, I don't care. I was like, fine, what I'm looking for. And that's it. Yeah. You know, that's just the general public. So it's hard for us to really, in, in the news, you know, I mean, I remember talking to the Wall Street Journal and places like that when I was being interviewed. You know, and I, the, the, you know they, the guy literally wanted it. You know, I'll give you the, the, the steroids of the search world. They don't care about stuff that you and I think are important long term. They want stuff that makes big headlines today. So, you know. Well, with that, let's take our first break. Hopefully, George is back in the background there somewhere, and uh, we'll be right back. Folks. You're listening to the SEO Rockstars, exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. It's time to take your ad testing out of the Mesozoic era and into the Ezoic era. Ezoic is the world's first machine learning platform, creating tailored ad combinations to monetize your website. Our automated ad testing not only boosts ad income, but increases page views, improves bounce rate, and will impress the user experience. Start your 30-day free trial today at ezoic.com and join thousands of publishers who are already earning 60% more with Ezoic. That's ezoic.com. Ezoic, make your website smarter. 
Ezoic is a Google certified publishing partner. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E-Digital.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know they're SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Cranberry Cranberry Radio. We're everywhere. Find our shows on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and anywhere you download your podcasts. Pick out some new favorite podcasts now. Let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO rock stars. Okay, we're back with uh, SEO rock stars, and David Harry's with me today. So we have a few more topics to cover. The, the interesting thing, you know, the Moz article that. Uh, was done by uh, Alexandra Takalova on uh, the legal area. It's called uh, A Different Kind of SEO, Five Big Challenges of One Niche Faces in Google. Uh, and it's, I think the research on this was pretty well done. You know, obviously, it took a certain amount of time to delve into uh, to what's going on. It is something I've done a little work in the legal area for uh, SEO and it does get to be a bit of a battle and and you are fighting as this article largely covers is that um, you know you've got fine law you've got Avo you've got lawyers.com um, popping up a lot more so it, it you know how are you seeing it up in Canada gotta say I haven't really searched the legal needs show a lot so to be honest I wouldn't run into it yeah, see, that's the thing. I mean, down here, you know, I mean, obviously, the United States is the leading litigation company. Oh, it's country a litigious society, my brother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, I mean, they're always looking for clients, and, and that's the value of all of that. You know, I mean, some of those on the paid side, some of those clicks are, you know, 50 to $100, which is insane. Uh, but so it's not surprising that you know, and fine law. I've known some of the people that work at fine law. You know, they've put the work in. They've built out the website. They've got the you know the aggregated content and they've got the historic area. They they have listings of all the different lawyers. So it's not surprising that they're ranking at the very local levels. 
which is what this article is sort of bitching at that you know even though it's local it's hard to find you know decent amounts of, of actual local listings in the search results over at Google uh, it gives a few indications of what to do but you know it really is it's amazing the, the percentage of those three websites that just dominate every possibility did someone did, did they, I'm looking reading her thing here did she really backtrack it though do they have physical locations for these people in these areas well what happens is they, that's the question they might you know if it's a legit physical location or not it's a different story it's largely what happens is that it's like a Zocdoc or any of those other you know services out there that have lead gens they actually you know and I think if the lawyers themselves decided that they weren't going to spend the money at these places and didn't put up a listing it's almost like link buying and they're rewarding the big company that's getting their links bought it's sort of like link buying in reverse it's you know directory listings as it were that uh, the listings themselves are ranking as opposed to the link that the, the listing generally used to get sold to uh, as an advantage you know what I mean it's yeah they, they have all these places and they're you know here's all the different lawyers that need to, you know, maybe originally thought that they needed to be listed in there to to get an inbound link from an authority site. Uh, now, what's happened is they have to maintain their directory listing because those companies now own their name ranking in Google. Yeah, yeah. Once you're on that that top authority site, and it's where people know, well, where Google knows to find you. <laughs> you're yeah, now, and you they know, get paid. You're eating your you're eating your own lunch. <laughs> No, I know that was that was the frustrating uh, thing with um, business.com back in the day. You know, they, they the worst part about them was that they would actually buy paid search for your terms to resell it to you. Hell, it's, Facebook Facebook's almost does it now without knowing it. You know, I've yeah. seen many a case where the, the clients, you know, a small business, the clients own you know, sort of brand sites, you know, switching places with their Facebook page. It's like, well, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. Well, and and that's the other thing. There are just so many people that, uh, you know, that are relying on Google Plus pages or Facebook pages and, and not building a website and, and then wonder when, you know, algorithms change or, or charges change or, or whatever, that they're at the dictates. It, you know, you wouldn't go out and you know well people do it's the exact same thing as a as a business going out and renting a, a like a restaurant renting a space building up a name for it building up the traffic and then surprise surprise the landlord jacks the rent yeah that's right <laughs> you know and i mean that's what's what's happening in the large case in a lot of these places and, and you know this is a really good example of it and yet you know google well, you know, you, you hope they'll do something about it. And, I, you know, articles like this might get, get you somewhere. Because, you know, we used to have all the, you know, how-to spam is pretty bad, like, now. But it used to be horrendous. Like, the e-how and Yahoo answers. And, like, literally any question you'd ask, nah. It was well, the, all the big boys and some YouTube videos. And, you know, if you're trying to supply answers, and more intelligent answers in most cases from a, a niche site, good luck. You know, you're down the page somewhere. Yeah, no, exactly. And then, you know, and then the classic part about it is, it it saves them doing any work you know it's like okay we'll just you know there's a flat rate this is what what we 
we, we get charged for the listing and the lead gen and we don't have to worry about it. We don't have to have anyone in-house to learn anything like the, the next article I'm trying to segue to that's over at Search Engine Journal. Uh, and this one's the three, the three pillars of SEO, which they call ART. I, I think you and I have been calling EAT. Uh, and oh, it's yeah. starting to, this is starting to take shape. This is going to be um, uh, search engine journals building a humongous, what's going to be a really, really large guide to, uh, to search. And they've got all sorts of different people weighing in and writing segments of it. Oh. I don't know whether you've seen any of it, but yeah. No, I have not. I, you know, I gave up, so I stopped going there. I haven't read a lot the last month, and I have to be honest. No, yeah, that's true. And it's only been popping up over the last like three or four weeks. But they've got, you know, they've got some, you know, here. This is, you know, Mark and Eric. You know, so I mean, those guys have been around. They know this stuff, and it, it's, you know, if you're if you're someone that's relatively new to this to search engine optimization and and that want to learn a little bit about how it all works this article is pretty good it's it starts rudimentary it has a little bit of intermediate but it you know it does sort of give you an overview of what's going on uh as far as that you know just the basics of what is entailed in how you know search engines evaluate authority and you know what linking and and you know page rank and all that sort of stuff is uh so it's it it's it's worth a read well see yeah. that's fun See, I, I've been doing something somewhat similar that I'll be sticking over probably a 30 laps, I think, chase one of it. Yeah. But but, then, uh, but I, I literally, one. it's like a four-part thing, and I literally been sitting around going through like 10 years of patents trying to figure out some way to present that all, that kind of thing. It's slightly well, different. that's what we've got Bill for. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. And that's and that's the beauty of it. I mean... Which is a great got... thing. i got to mention to everyone, by the way. See, look, I took a month and a half off, and... Search is still exactly the same, <laughs> you know. Just because a patent yeah. comes out of Bill or someone tomorrow, don't start freaking out like it just got invented. Okay, thank you. Even us patent yeah, geeks no, can exactly. take a month off without even panicking. It's okay. <laughs> he's got a really good. He's got a really good. And again, you know, insightful. But you know, you've got to take a little time reading it. That he wrote up on the fifth of August. Bill wrote at uh, Go Fish Digital on uh, thema thematic. Modeling using related words and documents. And, yes, I saw uh, someone joking the dojo. Oh, siloing, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah he, you know, I mean, this is this stuff. It really does sort of give you a, a, just a look at the depth of what's going on, and that's the one thing that a lot of people, you know, they read a little bit of peripheral things. They they do themselves injustice by reading crap that appears in Fortune magazine or you know Forbes or whatever written by people we shall not name just to give, give them a little. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you know, there, there's this peripheral crap that's, you know, maybe 60% uh, has truth to it and then the other 40% is myth that, you know, can actually get you hurt. And, and on the other end of the spectrum, you know, Bill here has obviously spent a hell of a lot of time mapping this out and, and you know, we know the amount of time that he spends uh, doing research on the patents, as as do you, you know, and your crew. It's it's, you know, this is it's really well done. Uh, you know, I love reading his stuff when he when he takes the time to to really sort of lay it out, where you know a, a relative novice or an intermediate person can read it and 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 grasp it. Some of the stuff that he has written in the past was okay. I've got to read this four or five times to understand yeah. it. 
Yeah, but that's, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, that's, I, I tend to see that, that I, I try to keep that in mind. So if I'm writing maybe Search of Watch or Land or somewhere, I try to. Well, generally their editors beat it into me, anyways. But I tend to try and yeah, make it a little more digestible. Whereas if I'm writing on my own blog or somewhere, it's like uh, hell with everybody. <laughs> I'm writing it this way, you know. So, wow. so yeah, it, it does take time, I think. To but the goal is really it's stupid, but it and it's a it's a whimsical dream. But the goal for us, or at least for myself, I'm sure Bill too. Is you're trying to get other people interested in that kind of stuff, right? Because you know, yeah. then it's not so lonely a world with me, Bill, and you know, I, I could name five people on one hand that I could, you know, sit around and talk about that kind of stuff. Um, you know, so that's we're always why, interested in other people getting involved. But, but stuff today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have to hear about that in a while. You know, but so yeah, yeah no, it, but this stuff, I mean, it's it it really does sort of, and 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 folks, if you're listening, you really should. Go and look for this at Go Fish Digital. Oh, no worries. In every story we've talked about today, I've thrown out on Twitter with the hashtag SEO Rockstars. So everyone can find it. There you go, folks. Just put in search SEO. But yeah, I mean, this one's definitely worth taking some time. And, you know, because it really does give you some insights in how to be a lot more effective with your writing. And, and, you know, and how you can use associated terms and, and just, you know, themes and things like that to really increase the value. Or even better, what you're looking at it for in a writer. You know what I mean? If you've got different people writing for you on staff or copywriters, you know, if you've got that eye as an SEO that understands these things, to be able to look at that and go, perfect. You know, this is my kind of writer. writer sorry. This is my kind of writer because they naturally hit on common terms and themes and concepts without you having to school them because you don't want them overthinking it sometimes, you know? Uh, and, and see, that's the bad thing. You know, I come from a journalism background where re repeating the use of a term is anathema. You know, so it's like yeah. it took me a while to, you know, I was, I was doing what they want you to do now back in the day when it didn't have any value. You know, it was like I was using, you know, different words when I should have been repeating the same term because that's what got rewarded back then. Now, uh, you know, if I hadn't gone back and right. changed yeah. it, all that stuff would have value today. Well, that's it, yeah. You know I mean? You're, you're, and again, you're helping Google learn, like with all this neural search stuff and I the RB thing you mentioned earlier and that <laughs> kind of stuff that, that's coming around. You know, that, that it, it makes it, you know, again, easier for Google to identify concepts, terms, pages, and, and, and even to do faster processing through the neural nets and you know, so all of that actually helps. Like you're saying, this is things they want now. You want related terms and concepts and things like that to help broaden out, you know, those little connections that they're making mathematically, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, towards the, you know, the end, it's like you, you, you put in, you've got to put in a certain amount of time if you really want to know how to be able to do some of this. And it, and it may not necessarily, like you were saying, you know, when you find the writer, it may not necessarily be that you've got to be in the trenches. But if you want your team or if you want the people you hire to be of any sort of quality, you've got to have at least an overview. You've got to have a little bit of an idea of what works, what doesn't, what's old and what's, you know, because that's the thing, you, you know, you can listen to someone talk about SEO and, and there's kernels of truth in what they're saying, but they also have a lot of an outdated perspective that no longer yeah, works. Yeah, and you wonder right. six months in why you haven't got any movement. 
Which, yeah, of course, you, you can add future proofing onto this as well. Do you want that content lasting the test of time? Then you need to think ahead. Of, you know, Google's gone from step A to step B to, to get us to today. Where are they going the next five years? And will that content still be valid, relevant? Will it satisfy the algos of tomorrow? You know what I mean? Again, so all those, you know, early thinkers with, with the, the keyword stuffing or the, the overuse of words or too many synonyms or you know, stemmings and stuff like that. Is that content working today? Probably not as well as it used to, if at all. So, again, you yeah. know, I want to think ahead when I'm creating, you know, if I'm paying 200 bucks for someone to write something, it, I don't want to just have six months. I, will this have value and stand up to the algos of tomorrow in three, four years? You know? Oh, no, no, exactly. And, you know, and as we were saying, you know, there is just way too many things that, you know, that are going on and, and you know, you should be aware of. And, yeah, uh, we're getting close to the end of the show, and and you know, there's the one thing that's been floating around that you know is in that sort of argument that we don't know whether it's true or not. Is people are believing that there's some sort of change to the ranking signal with HTTPS? You know, Barry over at Search Engine Roundtable was you know people are saying you know the Moz. Uh, weather bureau thing that you know tracks changes in the search results saying that there's a lot more uh, HTTPS websites that are ranking higher just recently and it, you know thinking it may be some sort of shift and Google's pushing back saying no I mean you got to you know I've got to believe that why wouldn't Google say yes because they really do want everyone to move over to HTTPS well yeah they're going to say yes, regardless. <laughs> but, yeah, well, yeah, but you they know, haven't. Again, they, they, they don't say yes. They, they, they say it's a small ranking factor. And then everyone looks at these weather reports and says, no, it's a huge one. Well, no, they might have been doing something else you were paying attention to, buddy. <laughs> like, yeah, come on, really? You think we know everything? Exactly. Yeah, so. yeah and, and then from Search Engine Watch, the, the fact that 55% of the people can't recognize what a paid ad is in the search results, I, I find that, who the hell were you asking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, there's yeah. those little boxes, you know, they change the color of them, but they say ads on them. Yeah, most people I've ever, you know, tested, like just even on a phone in a pub or whatever, they seem to know. <laughs> so, yeah, again, you you got to consider the source with any research. You got to know the, the, the data that they talked to 200 people in, in the middle of, you know, nowhere. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, like, who are these people? How many? It's like, you know, oh, it's a search engine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's interesting. What do you do with it? You know, yeah, so, exactly. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Research is always taken with what I have open here. I tell you the the one interesting thing. You know, I'm I'm taking a gig with this company Altima that's originally based in France, but have, have grown, and their area of uh, you know, major uh, concentration is around user experience and you know, it really is amazing some of the stuff that I've seen that you know the testing that these guys do about you know things that I would have thought the majority of uh, you know weren't the case that they're finding about how people engage with websites and things and so I you know that's what sort of brought that one about people not recognizing the ads I, I mean it amazes me of how people just they they were used to the the ads being on the right hand side. They thought, okay, those are ads over there, <coughs> and didn't really ever associate the top. We've always heard that murmur where they didn't know the difference between the ads that were on the left hand side, as it were. Well, it even makes you think cookie cutter SEO because again, 
one of the first intake questions I have is what's the demographic I'm looking for. So how internet savvy is the, the target market group or the user base or, you know what I mean, demographics play into it too when you even start to have those thoughts. You can't aggregate that and say, oh, well, this is what all users are like. Well, no, my users might be a different age group that are quite savvy. Yours might be senior citizens that, you know, can't yeah, see exactly. that. You know, so... Again, you can't even take anything at face value like that and start spitting it back at clients. You just sort of take it in your head and go, hmm, okay. Then you apply some critical thinking going, okay, who is the demographic of this client, that client, and so on. And then work back. You know, I think you have to do it anyways. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. You know, There's definitely the need beyond just what we do as far as you know, search engine optimization to, to start to get a little bit more savvy. And I think a lot of the more successful people are more aware of, of how engagement works and, and, and just the different elements that go to online marketing of, you know, even the cultural messaging, the colors that are used. It's, a, it's amazing the amount of science that really is involved in what we do as far as online success. Well, indeed, because at the end of the day, I, you know, even though I work with other forms of marketing and SEO is my primary, but yeah, I think even people in SEO, it's it's always important to learn because, you know, even stuff from the conversion side, you know, conversion optimization from usability, because people that like a website and the usability of it tend to link to it somewhere on the Internet and say this is a really yep. good site. It's SEO all of a sudden, <laughs> usability, you know, obviously conversions, you know, you're not selling something on a page, not much point, you know, you're not going to have a job long. Exactly. <laughs> so we need to know, touch it all, or at least have some sort of rudimentary understanding of the different facets of the process. You know. Well, with that, I will let you go, my friend, and uh, thank you for filling in. And I will most probably see you on Friday over at the dojo. I'm sure, I'm sure and, my friend. Uh, hopefully, George is listening to us and can take us out. Have a great week, guys. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. Mm-hmm.